Hello, listener. My name is Matt. I'm the author of the story you're about to hear. Before we get started, I want to take a quick survey, get to know you guys a little bit better, everybody listening out there. So um, we're going to do this with a show of hands very, very quickly. Um, I want you to raise your hand if you are a kid. If you are a kid, any age, small kid, older kid, uh, raise your hand right now. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to take a quick note of that. Write that down. Very interesting. Okay. Um, now, if you are a grown-up, I also want you to raise your hand right now. Lift up your hand if you are a grown-up listening. Thank you. We're happy to have you here. Uh-huh. I'm going to uh, quick jot that down uh, for our official records. And um, I noticed there are some people... Uh, listening out there who have not raised their hand yet. Uh, That means you are neither a kid nor a grown-up. So our job now is to figure out what exactly you are. What are you? Who are you? Um, So uh, I suspect that um, some of you, at least, are pets. So cats, dogs, fish, lizards. Um, If you are one of these things or anything else that qualifies as a pet, um, just make yourself known right now so you can... You know, raise a paw or shake your tail or swim around in circles or, you know, do something cute. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, I, I see you out there. All of you pets. Thanks for being here. I'm going to mark that down. And now we still have some of you out there have not raised your hand or made yourself known uh, because you are neither a kid nor a grown up nor a pet. Um, I suspect the rest of you listening right now are, in fact, Furniture. So, tables, chairs, couches, pillows. Welcome to you all. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Um, If you're a kid and you're listening together with a piece of furniture, even if that piece of furniture resembles a grown-up in your life, or maybe even especially, uh, I want you to feel free to just climb right on top of them. You know, jump around, um, you know, make yourself comfortable. And enjoy chapter one of Tilda and Quatch Monster. Tilda and Quatch Monster, chapter one, the swing. Just around the corner from your house, there lives a girl named Tilda. Tilda gets bored very easily, and when she's bored, she tries to make things a little more fun. One very normal Saturday morning, Tilda was waiting for her dad to finally be ready to come outside and play with her. She sat down by the door and stuck her hands in her shoes. Hey, Dad! she shouted, holding them up. Do my gloves smell weird to you? Her dad appeared in the hallway holding a basket of laundry. Your shoes go on your feet, Tilly, he answered, without even smiling. Actually, Tilda's parents like her goofy games. They've just forgotten, because they've been so busy lately. Tilda's mother came into the hallway, balancing her naked baby brother Otis on one shoulder. Mark, I need your help. This adorable baby just pooped on me. Mom, will you give me a kiss before we go outside? Mm. I'm covered in poop, Tilly. And what is all over your face? Tilda licked her lips. Mmm, peanut butter lipstick? 
It's organic. Let's save the lipstick for a special occasion, okay? Her mother said, wiping the peanut butter off Tilda's face. Hey! Tilda hated being wiped without warning. Come on! Tilda's father plucked the red sneakers off her hands and set them out in front of her. Put your shoes on your feet. As soon as your shoes are on your feet, Dad. Otis let out a desperate cry from the other room, like the bleeding of a baby goat. Tilda, you're going to have to play outside by yourself for a little while, her dad said. Before Tilda knew what was happening, the door closed, and she was left alone in the stairwell of the apartment building. I don't want to play alone, Tilda threw her shoes down the stairs. She planned on sitting outside the door to their apartment until her dad came out. But one thing Tilda hated even more than playing alone was... Silence. Fine. I'll just go play on the stupid swing by myself. As she walked out into the backyard, Tilda waved to Miss Anita on the ground floor and hurried away before the old woman could open her window and try to talk to her. Talking to Miss Anita was even worse than playing alone and only slightly better than sitting in silence. Tilda sighed as she sat on the sad old swing. The rusty chains creaked as she swang. Once. Twice. Then. Snap! The swing broke and Tilda fell down hard. Ow! That's when Tilda heard a strange Silly kind of giggling sound. <laughs> Who's there? she asked. Nobody, said a faint voice. Then who just said nobody? You did, the voice answered. Tilda looked around. There really was no one there. Are you hiding? No, I'm sitting right in front of your face. Nobody is sitting in front of my face. That's what I tried to tell you. Tilda smiled. Are you invisible? No. The answer was followed by some rather loud and wet chewing. <coughs> Tilda stood up and took a step back. Should I be scared of you? Oh! The voice sounded almost offended. Then it took another loud bite. What are you eating? Leaf witch, the voice said with a full mouth. It suddenly occurred to Tilda that perhaps the voice did not belong to someone who wanted to hide from her, but rather to someone she could not see because they were so very small. Her eyes focused on a tree branch hanging down in front of her. On one big drooping leaf were a few green caterpillars. Well, most of them were green. One was a striking shade of pink. Tilda pulled the branch down so she could examine the pink caterpillar more closely. It munched on a piece of leaf 
held with two tiny, delicate hands. I've never seen anything like you before, she said. Not only was the caterpillar pink, but it had beautiful golden patterns along its sides and was covered with long, colorful hairs like peacock feathers. You are the most beautiful caterpillar I have ever seen. I wonder what you would look like as a butterfly. Suddenly, the caterpillar let out a loud, You want to see? It said. Tilda was so startled, she screamed and let go of the branch, sending the dazzling pink caterpillar flying through the air. Oh no, what have I done? What if it's hurt? A familiar voice behind her moaned, Tilda turned around, and there, sitting on the very same branch, was a big pink butterfly. Its wings were covered with the same golden patterns as she had seen on the caterpillar. Yup, it's definitely hurt. Too bad, such a nice guy, and so beautiful, I've heard. Are you the caterpillar I was just talking to? Everyone knows caterpillars can't talk, said the butterfly. Then it flapped its wings. There was a crack, a flash of light, and a cloud of shimmering dust. When the air cleared, the most marvelous-looking thing was standing there. The creature had a small, pink, formless lump of a body, covered with the fluffiest-looking locks of gold-laced hair. Almost hidden by that hair were two cute, stubby little arms with tiny, delicate hands. Tilda was immediately overwhelmed with the desire to give the creature a hug. But she stopped herself because suddenly it seemed so shy and insecure. This is how I really look, the creature mumbled. Hello, my name is Tilda. People call me Quatch Monster. You don't look like a monster. You don't look like a Tilda. Tilda decided she really liked Quatch Monster. Do you want to play? I was going to use the swing, but it broke. You don't need a swing to swing. Watch. With that, Quatch Monster's tongue shot out like a frog's, wrapping around the upper bar of the swing set, then retracting, pulling the pink creature up behind it. For a moment, Quatch Monster dangled from the swing set by the tongue, arms outstretched, as if inviting a round of applause. Ta-da! See? I told you! Now you try! Tilda laughed. I can't do that. Okay, then we can do it together! Before Tilda knew what was happening, Quatch Monster grabbed her by her hands, swinging her back and forth like an acrobat at the circus. As they swung, the creature's arms seemed to stretch, so Tilda was flying higher and higher into the air with every swing. She laughed until she realized she was swinging so high she could look down at the tops of the trees. Don't let go, she cried. 
Apparently, Quatch Monster didn't understand her, because at the peak of the next swing, the creature did let go, sending Tilda somersaulting up into the air, laughing wildly as she soared high up over her house. Okay, that's enough. I'd like to stop, please, she shouted. No problem! Then, as quickly as it had started, it was over. Quatchmonster snatched Tilda out of the air and set her gently on a branch at the top of the chestnut tree. The two of them sat there for a moment, not quite sure what to do next. So, do you live around here? Tilda asked. But before Quatchmonster could answer, they were interrupted by Tilda's father calling. Tilda? Oh, that's my dad. Should we tell him we're up here? But when Tilda looked back, Quatchmonster was gone. Tilda! Her father called again. Dad, up here! He looked up and let out a funny little yelp when he saw his daughter sitting in a tree four stories off the ground. Huh? How did you... Uh, okay, don't move. I, I'll go get the ladder. Then he ran back inside. Tilda was never very good at waiting, so she slowly started to climb down the tree, branch by branch. As she did, she replayed the last few minutes in her mind. Did she really just fly through the air, swinging with some stretchy creature called Quatch Monster? If not, then how did she get all the way up in this tree? Her father came running out of the house. Okay, Tilda, I can't find a ladder, but... Hi, Dad. Tilda waved to her father from the lowest branch of the tree, then dropped to the ground. Oh, you already got down. Tilly, I really don't want you climbing up so high. I didn't climb, I swung. Tilda's dad got a few tools and they fixed the broken swing together. Tilda told him about the strange person she had met and what it felt like to somersault through the air and look down at their house from above. And do you think her dad believed her? Sure, Tilly, uh-huh, he said. It's true. Well, I guess someday I'm going to have to meet this... What did you say his name was? The Quatch Monster? Quatch Monster. Like K-V-A-C-H. As Tilda's dad pushed her on the swing, she wasn't so sure if she would ever see the magical creature again. What if that was it? A once-in-a-lifetime adventure which only lasted a few moments. Her thoughts were interrupted by the appearance of a striking pink bird perched on the roof of her house. Dad, look! There! Tilda's father stopped what he was doing and stared. Then the bird let out a loud burp and flew away. That wraps up this episode of Tilda and Quatch Monster. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a rating or review and help us spread the word by telling people about the show. I want to thank Bjorn Leza for recording and producing. 
You can check out Bjorn's German language kids music at flunkmusic.de. If you want to get in touch with us directly, write us an email at quatchmonsterpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. We hope you join us again soon for the next chapter of the story.